It's that top-down shit. Cruising on the motherfucking highway, doing your goddamn thing. Ain't worried about a motherfucking soul. Just do you, baby. Retro player, player, and 64. Cruising USA Exotica, I need some boats. Hit the floors, cause I need that flower in this hope. Nintendo power with the power, you can run the show. Welcome, everybody. To Jeff versus the World presents a Billion and Hipster Sports Talk podcast episode number twenty two. Uh, we're back. We took a week off, and like always, I got my man Shahid here. What's going on? What was that theme music? Uh, one of my homies' uh, song N sixty four. Yeah, we're gonna have to have um, corporate discussion about that song after the show because. I did not know he was taking it back to like 1993. I felt like Damon Wayne's in a movie. <laughs> so after um, this many episodes of the show, we got to have a corporate session there. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, what's going on, man? How you been doing? I, <clears throat> I've been doing fine. I had a little cold over Valentine's Day weekend. But I was able to chill. And I'm working a short week this week because my birthday is Sunday. So I'm only working three days. It's like a four-day weekend. So beyond that, everything was fine. Watched the All-Star game with the new format. And that was definitely an experience. Probably the best one since the, what was it, 2000, 2001 All-Star game. The one Iverson won MVP when they came back down for like 20 in the fourth quarter. You know, I have to be honest with you. I did not watch the All Star Game. You know what I was watching, but um, I wish I would have watched it after seeing uh, oh to talk about it. That that game was fun, especially like you know, first three quarters were basically like you know usual All Star thing, but it's like a twist where they reset the score after each quarter, and like you know, whatever each time the te- a team win a quarter, like that team will win money for charity. So you got these little kids, like you know. Floor seats, like oh, I hope James Harden hit this three. I'm trying to get books this year, like they type of thing. Like they living and dying with each possession, and after the end of three quarters, they bring the score back. And it's whoever has the lead, they add 24 plus 24 to their score, and whatever that final score is, like the first team that hits that score wins. So it was like so fourth quarter is basically like you know, it was an untimed period, and you know. Like, whoever hits 157 first wins the game. So, yeah, it became kind of like finals basketball where I know Team Giannis, they didn't substitute the whole quarter. Like, that fourth quarter was, like, almost less than an hour. Like, real time. Like, they were out there hooping, hooping. And it was funny where you saw who's, in, like, who's important, who's getting crunch time, because for the West, it was basically the starters – except for Doncic got subbed out for Chris Paul. And for the East, it was the starters, except for in the backcourt, it was Kyle Lowry and Kimball Walker. Well, Walker was the start anyway. So they basically subbed out Trey Young for for Lowry. <laughs> you know how they say crunch time, you know, sometimes a thing, sometimes not a thing. It's a thing because I'm watching some of these players and I'm like, <laughs> one, you know, I complain about Kyle Lowry mm-hmm. about how like he treats everything like he playing pickup ball. That man's taking charges in the All Star game. 
He took like three of them in the fourth quarter. They called two. Wow. And I'm just on Twitter hearing people like, you know, just complain. Like, why is he out here playing like he in the Y? Why he doing this old white man can't jump white guy shit? And I'm like, he does the same thing that Pat Beverly and Marcus Smart does. But they're beloved because they're considered like scrappy players. They got to do this to succeed. Cal Lowry's already an all-star, so they feel like, you know, it's more annoying when a great person plays that way than when like a decent person plays that way for some reason. But I'm like, I've been dealing with Cal Lowry doing this silly shit for years as a Sixer fan. So seeing people complain about it on a national, you know, a national platform was hilarious. I don't know what James Harden was doing half that time because – Boy, playoff playoff James Harden is a different thing than regular season James Harden. And I just use an example. They could have won the, like James Harden had a layup to win the game. He drives. He's he's by himself, wide open. He kicks it out for like a three. And people wondering like, I don't know if it's this whole analytic thing like he used to like you know a three is better than a two. Because I've seen players do that, but people wanted like he could have just shot the ball himself, and it wouldn't have been a, it wasn't anybody around, and it wasn't going to be a hard shot. And it, like he was doing silly stuff like that, you know, he got a charge called on him. He out there flustered, people arguing, trying to get calls. And then on, like on the flip side, it's a like Chris Paul might be a herb, he might be unlikable to fans, but it's a reason why he has like respect like among his peers because he crunch time come. He hoops. Yeah, from the highlights I saw. It. Yeah, the highlights yeah, I saw. Like, and and the fact that he caught an alley oop in his <laughs> mid thirties, and I saw that like he caught it easy, and I'm like, I know he said he on a vegan diet. But I'm like, that's for one. Go ahead. When's the last time you saw him dunk? Two. How did Westbrook know he was gonna catch that? I don't know because I kept seeing the clips and I had to, I think I had to rewind the clips like four times just to watch it because I was like, yeah, they had to work on that. Like, you know, the little practice they probably had. He's like, yo, so when you see me throw my hand up, just throw it, I'm going to get it. Because I always thought Chris Paul at this age had rocks in his feet. He won't get up there, but oof. I guess he saw yeah, he Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> you get I that mean, vegan power. He had been dunking since like the New Orleans days, you know, because like he used to be, he used to be like, you know, a leaper. Then he had, like, I don't know if it was ankle or knee issues. And then it's like, you know, I'm staying on the ground. I don't need to dunk anymore. Because it's kind of like you don't. Once you get a certain age, it's like Isaiah Thomas. Like Isaiah Thomas used to yam on people back in the day. And then it's like, I don't got to do that. You know, when you sh- a short guard, like, obviously with the same thing, you don't got to be dunking on people no more. A layup, two points, two points. And it's kind of like play, you know, relax and chill out. And the fact that like, he called, and he did it easy. One leg, two hands. And people were like, oh. I think we're taking a drug test after the All-Star break. So he's out there hooping. Giannis played the whole game like it's his fourth quarter. Like he had, he was out there, had something to prove. What I was really laughed about was how the fourth quarter offense went. Like the team, Giannis basically like, let's get the ball to beat and have him post up. That was basically their, that was basically their workable offense. Get foul and play in the post. And I'm like, boy, I'm used to seeing this as a Sixer fan. I didn't think I'd be seeing this in the All-Star game. Because yeah, Giannis' team didn't have, like, a lot of, like, you know, 
shot create. Like Giannis can score, but he's not really like, you know, I'm going to break you off on the dribble. Siakam isn't at all. Um, Kemba Walker? Mm-hmm. I don't like I, if that's going to be their leading score, that's the reason why they probably like shifting stuff to Tatum. Because if Kemba lead him in the playoffs, no. That man dribbling the ball off his foot and missing passes. I'm like, boy, fourth quarter Kemba Walker was looking rough. But you never, have you never seen a Hornets game before? Because I, I know I, I've seen him when he played with them, and I'm just like, yeah. I mean, I've seen him because I've seen him light up the Sixers playing times in the Hornets. I've seen him, but it's it's different when you play low intensity, like you know, like it's like Charlotte's not gonna never ran deep in the playoffs, so it's it's a different thing when it's not pressure around you, and when you put in a pressure situation, some people shine and some people don't, and some of them like I'm eyeballing, like Anth- Lyle's eyeballing Harden, Kemba Walker, and Anthony Davis a little bit here and there. You know, kind of like that. Like, you know, as much as they want to say, like, as great as Anthony Davis is, he's always got that side eye. Like, you know, he's this great player, this great numbers. And you feel like they should have done more. Like, his team should have done more. And I'm watching him, and I'm like, is he's great, but it's something like that's just off. Like, you don't trust him crunch time. And I don't know, I don't know what it is. But it's, it's something there. And, like, people are like, he missed that first free throw. Because, yeah, they need to change that whole thing. You shouldn't be able to win the game on a free throw. Or it's like, at least it got to be a shooting foul. Because I think Lowry tried to, he got caught on a mismatch with um, Davis in the post. He tried to pull away. He grabbed his arm. He called a foul. And they were already in a penalty. So they just had to hit one foul shot to win. Davis missed the first one, but made the second one. But, no, it was it was definitely fun. And... I think they should keep that, keep those rules in the future because it's different. Like you know, well, you know, you don't have the clock on your side. And it's not like I just need to run out the clock and it's like that. Like I'm playing to this point. You play differently. Like they out there taking charges. They out there swarming, playing defense. It was coaching challenges. They argued with the rest. And the rest was like I thought this was gonna be fun. <laughs> why is LeBron in my? Why is LeBron in my face hollering at me? Like what's going on? And yeah, I was. As a Sixer fan, I was like watching it and then enjoying it. I was like, "B been out there a long time." Like that fourth quarter, that fourth quarter just kept going and going and going. And they didn't the Giannis team did not sub out at all. They played the entire fourth quarter, and they out there sweating and <gasps> huffing and puffing. And I know Sixers fans like, boy, they get nervous when B start play over thirty two minutes as it is. And they always got to feel like, you know, he's still coming back from injury. Don't play all, don't play too much in the all-star game. Because last year, he played a whole, you know, came, like he was kind of injured, not injured, played the all-star game, and then missed like three weeks. And fans did not like that one bit. So I know people would probably like worry about that whole thing. Like, man, he, going, he played 35 minutes in the fourth quarter. He ain't going to play four months. <laughs> Well, I am a little upset that I missed that, but I was too busy watching Tegan Knox beat the shit out of Dakota Kai. Um, but I did watch Saturday Night, and we might as well talk about the elephant in the room like everybody else has. Uh, 2016 and 2020 would live live in infamy because I've seen a man get robbed of the slam dunk contest twice. And this year was just a damn travesty. You dunk over 
if you dunk over what Taco, I may, just me personally, I understand. Like I told somebody else, I might have tweet, I might have um, texted you and told you. They could have just had it ended the tie. It kept going and going. I think the refs were just ready to go. Uh, so I, they wanted to end in a tie, and somebody was like, "Nah." Yeah, I heard and somebody was I like, think "Nah." Somebody might have been Dwayne Wade. The way people talking because. It was some it was some shenanigans going on with some of the voting. And everybody is looking at Dwayne Wade because, like, of course, you know, my a Miami Heat players in the finals. And it was – yeah, because I, I heard people talking. Common was like, we want to end in a tie. And somebody told us no. And, and it's funny how people were like, no, this keep on going. I'm like, they just keep getting 50s. Somebody gonna get tired. Somebody gonna get hurt. Like you can end in a tie. It's not the finals. Yeah, like, we've, we've had All Star MVPs split. We've had Rookie of the Year split. Yeah, like, Cole MVPs. They're both getting fifties. They're both playing great. Like you know, Kobe. Um, I think didn't Stockton Malone split one. Mm. So I know Kobe. I know one year like Kobe and Shaq split one. Maybe. I can't yeah. remember right. But anyway, it's kind of, you know, and like rookie of the year, like Brand Hill and Jason Kidd split it. So fine. But I know people are saying Aaron Gordon. I look at it this way. Final round, yes, Aaron Gordon got screwed. Cause that dunk, it may not have been a fifty. You know, because like he did he jumped over Taco Fall, but he didn't jump all the way over Taco Fall. He had to mush his head down. And it's like, you know, if Taco Hall, Taco Falls seven foot two, you don't have to worry about that, but he's seven five, so you do it. But that does more than a forty seven. Like that's nonsense. So just in that small moment, if you feel like he got screwed, yeah. But I can make the same argument that Derek Jones should have it shouldn't even went to the it shouldn't even went to overtime in the first place. Cause Derek Jones got screwed in the final round because it's like, you know, Aaron Gordon was missing dunks and still getting fifties. And a lot of people was like um. Yeah, they they thought Jared Jones should have won in regulation to begin with. I can agree with and that. Once, I can agree with so that. So I kind of look at. But if I'm Aaron Gordon, I'm feeling a certain way too because he's like, you know, I had five straight dunks, I had five straight fifties, I should have won. It's a wrap. And I ain't doing this no more. <laughs> and I don't blame him. I yeah. don't blame him one bit. It's kind of like twice he's out here having dunks that people have never seen before. And he feels justified, like I got screwed. So like Sean, same thing happened to Sean Kemp. Never won a dunk contest. Best dunker his generation. Never won a dunk contest. That's a damn shame. And you people like you wonder why, like oh well, you know things happen. Oh no, no. And I can't get too mad because it's kind of like you know it is. We did get to enjoy to see those dunks. Yeah, it listen. And it was fun. That's the one thing I know. It was the slam dunk. I've known for a while. You know, everybody said, "Oh, the slam dunk time. It, it, it ain't fun no more." Blah blah blah. Whatever, whatever. And as the years kept going by, the you know, I thought this was probably one of the best in in, in what <sighs> since what the last Eric Gordon Gordon one, twenty sixteen. Um, that one and then before that probably Vince. Then no, this one was better because this one was just had more. This one they kept going, and they had to keep ramping up stuff. And it's just amazing, like, what else can you do at this point? Like, I mean, just the athletic, it'd be like, you know, it used to be a big deal 
when like people jump on the foul line, they was doing like in converses back in like the seventies. And now people go in between their legs on the foul line. <laughs> like and it don't seem like a big deal. Like even some like the White Howard, people are like, oh, you know, he out there. He's jumping from the circle in his thirties and the making ba- it look easy and yeah. dunking with his elbow. With a bad back. I'm like, too. the man with a bad back. The man is in his thirties with a bad back and over a decade of mileage on his body. And he's still doing that. Yeah, it's uh you know, I'm subject to think that they may want to do the uh, I can't think of somebody. I don't know who said it. On ESPN, I saw somebody said maybe they need to get some of these guys out there who do the like make up dunks like that. I don't know. I don't know. Team up with an NBA player. I don't know. Because like you said, I mean, like it's you not say now. It's a bad thing. It's just kind of like it's more like, you know, the laws of physics. Like yeah. they just evolved so much and they're doing things that you never think you could see before. And it's like people don't realize how I think it's because they do it so easy. People don't realize how hard it is. Some of those dumps were extreme. Like the level of difficulty is insane. And it's like they, we hadn't seen stuff like that before. So you're not used to seeing that. The biggest thing is, it's different when it's like, you know, when big names do it. Like people bring up Dominique and Jordan because it's Dominique and Jordan. They're all stars doing it. When Vince was doing it, Vince was a star. Like, you know, Derrick Jones is a great dunker, but he's never, he's never going to make an all-star team. Aaron Gore's never been an all-star, you know, like the last name, I'm trying to think like the last biggest name of one, what, uh, Jason Richardson? And he wasn't really an all-star, but he was like the closest to an all-star without being an all-star that like won the dunk contest. He won it like a couple times. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I I just think that uh, as of now, as of this year, it was fun. Um, we'll see how it goes next year because I'm just like, you have to sit around and you got to think about what can I do that's different. And again, like you said, some of the dunks just become, oh, I've seen this before. I mean, but this one was, we've never seen any of these. Yeah. But and also, and it's kind of like, you just get numb because it's kind of like, oh yeah, he, he did a reverse spin 360 between his legs. And it's like, um, that shouldn't be physically pop. You can't do that on video. Like if you try to do that on video games, they're like, nah. <laughs> we don't have enough processing power to do this. I mean, and it's just amazing what Derrick Jones can do and everyone his size. I mean, next year, if John Morant and Zion do it, everybody watches. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that was yeah, that's that was fun even watching Zion, even though the dunks he missed. If that was just like, shit, if you get in the dunk contest, I'm just like, as long as they go in, <laughs> you're going to win. Um, and the the biggest thing is, I guess we leave that, it's kind of like, yeah, I remember, remember LeBron saying he was going to do it that one year? And then didn't do it? Yeah. And then do, and then people, people just forgot about it. Like, LeBron, the fact LeBron never, like, LeBron could have won, because it's kind of like, you see the dunks he do in practice and during the games, and like the dunks he still do now, it's like, it's a shame LeBron never did it. Yeah, for whatever reason, it's just, I don't know, it's just one of those things you know like, reason, what? For whatever reason, because if you do it and lose, you're going to get clowned. I don't think he would have lost. <laughs> I don't but think he would have lost. But it's the whole thing. You don't know. Yeah, I understand. Like Kobe yeah. did it, but Kobe was like, you know, young. Teenager. Like he didn't have anything to lose. Vince knew nobody was beating him. So he wasn't, he wasn't worried about that. LeBron is like, you know, I don't know. 
I should win, but what if I don't? That's bad for the brand. Like, Jordan never lost the dunk contest. Yeah. So, Which he should have. Even though he should. He, he should. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, um, I forgot, somebody had that take one of my friends, and we used to always watch this, and I was like, how did Dominique lose this? Like, what? <laughs> but I get it. I think it was in Chicago that year. So, yeah. Yeah, yes, it was. Uh, yeah. Um, the three point con. I, hey, this is the most fun I had watching the three point contest in a long time because man, we got some shooters in the league, and a lot of people we don't see them. Like, I'm, I always get upset because I always kept up with Buddy Hield. Um, when he's playing in college, so I was just like, oh, why you go to Sacramento? Sacramento ain't been relevant since Rob Rob Ory shot the <laughs> shot him out the playoffs. Um. But yeah, he's a shooter, and that last shot, I was just like, "Oh man!" It was just fun seeing him. Uh, the last two of him and um, Booker shoot it, shoot it out. So it, it was fun. I know. I don't think you got a chance to see it. I think you were out. No, I, I caught the final. Like I started watching. I was watching my phone when I was out in the grocery store. I caught. I caught the final round. And what they added the extra. They added the extra damn ball. I'm like, why they got a green ball out here? <laughs> So they keep up with these stories. Like that's the thing about the three point contest. When somebody gets, you never know what's going. Somebody gonna win. And when you get in the zone, you just get, you know, you get in the zone. It's still like missing because like Steph's not there, Clay's not there. Yeah, 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 yeah. You could tell so, like that. One of them name, one of them Splash Brothers should have been in it, but I'm sure. Yeah. I don't know if Steph's gonna do it anymore. And we see, we've seen both of them got hot, and we know how they've done. So, but I'm not like. It's funny like, when you think of shooters, Buddy Hill's a shooter, you don't think of him. Like his name doesn't really come up like that, like mm. the other one. So seeing him win, hey, that was like, you know, like I was I was pleasantly surprised. I'm glad he won. And you know, I know Devin Booker was still a certain way. So he had it in the bag. But um Yeah. Yeah, so no, it was fun. The skill con like that was fun. The skill contest was hilarious, like big men dominated. Oh, what happened? The guards all these big dudes. And it's just funny, like, Alonzo more than what Tumbo would have been doing. Like, imagine them nope. trying to do this. They would have been falling all down and <laughs> yeah. tripping up. Like, I'm trying to think, like, which probably Olajuwon and David Robinson probably been the only big men from back in the day that you could theoretically see doing this. I mean, I think. Not like big men weren't athletes back then. It was like the skill set was just different. So you see how, like, you know, Bam out of bio doing it. He's like, oh, you know, he's kind of lifted up. He's not a small man. Not at all. Like, at all. You know, the, the Monster Sabonis is not small. And they like, oh, yeah, I'm dribble. I'm pulling up from three. Like, it's no big deal and everything. And they beat guards. You imagine you're a point guard. You get dusted by a stretch four or center. Yeah, like, like, if he's 6'10", and he can do it better than you, why are you out here? Well, you know that's the you know the crazy thing was that's what I think everybody said the Bam's biggest thing was going to be shooting at three, like because they say he's not a shooter. So that first one he went through and hit that shot, I was like, oh, that was clean. Oh, uh, he could win you this know thing. The funny thing, you know the funny thing about when they say he's not a shooter, when they say that it just means they don't shoot in games because every pro's a shooter in practice. Oh yeah, that's true. And like you see practice, and you like the you know you see Andre Drummond hitting fifteen straight. 
like everybody can shoot and like every like it's different when there's pros you know somebody in your face you're tired it's stressful so it's you know it's a different situation you watch practice you see people oh, I'm, I'm gonna hit 25 straight and we ain't talking about Steph Curry we're talking about you know Hassan Whiteside like you get to the pros almost everybody can shoot you know in the empty gym so I was surprised I'm not too surprised and it's that whole thing is kind of like you know, but you really don't know how great professional athletes are at their jobs, like compared to regular people doing that job. Like we play ball and people make the, you know, comparison all the time. Jared Dudley is only a bum by NBA level. Jared Dudley would dominate 99% of the people he would run into in the gym or like, you know, playing in the park. He'd be out, he'd be out there looking like LeBron James compared to like the regular old person. That's true. Like the like the skill set involved to be great at that level is just insane. And people are kind of like you know just take it for granted because it's like oh if you ain't LeBron if you ain't LeBron James you a scrub. It's like no. Comparing somebody to like maybe the, the greatest who ever did it is kind of like a harsh comparison, and it's kind of like you make it to that All Star weekend, you're more skilled than most people will ever be skilled at anything they do. And it's just funny seeing, like, you know, Bam out of bio just do that. Because I remember, I remember when he got drafted, and it's kind of like, you know, athlete, raw, got skills, may do something. And it's like sometimes they become something. Most times, like, they just become the athlete, and they just stay the athlete. And he becoming skilled and learning to be skilled is kind of like, you know, one of those potentials that paid off. Absolutely. Um, other than that, <clears throat> I think the performances, uh, the ones that I saw, you know, the, all the music performances and tributes, I thought all that was well done uh, for the All Star Weekend. Oh, as you well. sure? You sure? Because I heard you talking about Queen Latifah. <laughs> Excuse me. We are not going to lie, Obi. I did That's not what I said. I just texted you and said, "Is this a tribute for? Is, she, is this supposed to be a tribute for Kobe?" That's all I said. I was like, "Oh, okay." The only two times I had a problem, not problem, but I didn't know what was going on because like I walked out or something happened. And when I saw, I thought I saw a fan come up there and it was Little Wayne. I was like, "Oh, okay," because I was like, "I didn't know who the fuck that was at first. Trust me. The NBA is the only league where they have a player perform during All Star Weekend. Cause you ain't gonna see um, Eli Man on the guitar <laughs> during the Pro Bowl. <laughs> I saw chicken, and I'm like, I'm like one. I'm just a man. I'm just complaining. Oh, so he can't play, but he can rap. I'm like, so that like, you don't need you don't need good ankles to rap. Like he ain't get chopped in the throat. Oh, so he had a he had a lower body. He out there spitting his decent two thousand four bars. And my first joke was, man, I don't allow him to sit like I'll allow him to never think that way because he he don't care. Like they should have our six should have been able to do this years ago. And they were staring like, nah, you can't release the album. It's we can't have one of the face of our league talking this trash because he hey, He's gonna bring out an album, but they're like, nah. Can't be talking this bling bling and bitches shit. He's one of the faces of the league. You know. And now Dame out here Dame out here spitting with Lil Wayne 
and everybody like, oh, it's cool. He all right. You know what the funny thing is about that is that it just shows you how far the NBA is pulling away from the um, NFL. And not like in a, you know, just how in the culture, I guess you want to say, the NBA is. And I get it because the league is pretty predominantly black or whatever it may be. But they know how to cater to their fans. Maybe I should say that. They know how to cater their fans better or more observant than the NFL is. But I get what I get I get why I get why the NFL is the way they are, but you saw what happened when they <laughs> we saw what happened when they stayed room. The NFL caters to a certain portion of their fan base. They cater to their fan base. They don't still cater to us. Yeah. They cater to flag dog AVI. Yeah, 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 yeah. The whole, you know, that's in the NBA, it's kind of like our fan base tends to be a different demographic, so we can appeal to all of them and then not be it's because our NBA kind of do some shicey things here and there, too, and they try to have their cake and eat it, too. But it's like compared to NFL, like compared to NFL and baseball, they look a lot better because it's like their fan base is more, it like it's more universal and like more diverse, and they tend to like embrace everybody. The NFL is like, we focus on the white guys. That's the fan base we worried about. And it's like, cause like the NFL is predominantly black too. It's a lot of black NFL fans. You would never know based on how they market the NFL. It's kind of, and it's different. The biggest difference is NBA is player driven. NFL is team driven. And like, you know, NBA, most of the players, like if you're a star, you know what the stars look like. Could you really tell me, do you know what Derrick Henry looks like? Uh, yeah, that's only because they showed him so many times this year without his helmet on. I don't know what <laughs> I, I don't know what Derrick Henry looks like. Like if I'm trying to picture his face, and his face does not come to you know come to mind. Like beside quarterbacks, it's only maybe about what 10, 12 players like you would recognize about the helmet. Like I know what JJ Watt is Moraine blockhead looks like because I've seen him all the time. <laughs> Julio Jones. You, you know, know what Julio Jones looks like? Yes, you know how Julio looks. Stop playing now. Really? Yes. If I showed you a picture of Julio Jones and A.J. Green, would you really know? Not, no, I'm going to be honest with you, not A.J. Green, but Julio, yes. All right, all right, then. I'm just saying, like, some people don't, most people don't know. Like, I knew what Randy, like, I know Odell Buckham looks like based off his haircut. Michael Thomas, you know what he looks like? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> I had to Best think. Like, oh, I, I had to think. It. I have to think. Yes, I do know how he looks. Stop. But it takes me a while. Well, I, I get. I get what you're saying. With an NFL player, you may know how they look, but you have to pause for a minute and think. But an NFL player, oh yes, yes, yes. You know, you ain't gonna be like, no, I don't. But that's because they wear a fucking helmet. Exactly. Like they wear a helmet. They mark like you know Richard Sherman. You know, because you've been seeing them for years. You hear people talking about it all the time. It's like, you know, he has a distinctive look, and you've seen him over and over and over again. So you know how he looks. You know, sort of like, you know, Marshawn Lynch, you know how he looks. LaShawn McCoy, a lot of people probably don't know what he looks like. I know so a lot of people probably don't know what Adrian Peterson looks like. He's probably going to be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> well, yeah, that. So it's a long time, long time he's been in news from B 
he is Chiz with a two by four. So like we kind of make the jokes. We kind of forgot what his face looks like. Oh, the, the NBA is kind of like you know you see him all the time. You market him. The highlights are there on Twitter. Like Twitter is a you know social media is a big thing. And the fact that deep down men love gossiping far more than women. And that feeds in the NBA feeds into that because like this player don't like this player, this team don't like this team. They beefing over this. Is it over money? It's over girls. And like you go on Twitter now, and the two biggest thing I see about the NBA is one, this beef between Giannis and Harden, which is hilarious. Cause boy, in case you didn't realize, if if you weren't sure, watching NBA All Star Weekend reinforced the fact that Giannis does not. Rock with James Harden at all. Oh, I don't. And it is not a joke. And it ain't a joke. Either. Like people say, like they thought it was funny when he first said, "Oh, I ain't pick him because I want somebody to pass me the ball." And everybody laughed. He wasn't joking. So what's that beef stem from? I'm lost. I'm in the dark with all this. My guess is all that talk Harden did about how Giannis only won the MVP MVP because of media narrative, and he and Harden should have won it. And he got screwed. Oh, okay. The media wanted Giannis to win, but Giannis is a great player. It ain't his fault. And, you know, the Rockets don't. The Rockets didn't help. They're like, well, actually, if you break it down by Vorp and win over user shares and all these other nerd stats, Harden should have been the MVP. But he got, like, the Rockets most one of the unlikable fan bases <laughs> in the league and its team. It's always like, oh, y'all in Houston. What about us? Bunch of scammers. Yes. City, city of scammers. We love so, you, Houston. That, and then during the game, I think Harden, I think Giannis elbowed Harden in the face. I didn't even, I missed that. They showed a clip. And then they was doing the um, post-game interview. They like, yeah, four-quarter offense. We just trying to, you know, whoever Harden was defending, we go give him the ball, run the offense through that. Because <laughs> it's kind of like, and it's like, one, out of everybody's defending, like, you know, Harden's probably the weaker defending, so, like, it's, you know, Harden, Paul, Kawhi, LeBron, and Anthony Davis. So, yeah, even though Harden's a good, good defender in the post, it's kind of like he doesn't have a reputation for being the best defender. The fact that they, Giannis, they basically came out and said, like, yeah, we was just going to get the ball wherever Harden was sticking. And he didn't laugh, and he didn't say it jokingly, he just said it. And people were like, oh, damn. He's coming at this man next. Hey, remember last year when they played and he accidentally hit him in the face with that pass? Oh, shit. <laughs> it, it, is so, it is so much funny in hindsight knowing how he, how he feels now. Like, oh, he, I forgot all about that shit. <laughs> shit out. Um, Strand, moving away from basketball, uh, have you been keeping an eye or have you been seeing anything about the uh Antonio Brown uh world tour forgive me um thing going on I'm sorry I'm sorry tour oh, I guess he trying he realized you know them checks don't them checks don't hit different when they stop coming in yeah I only watched a little clip from um he was in New York so he did uh the breakfast club and he did a uh, hot 97 I only watched a little bit of the uh, breakfast club one and I guess you know I'm not going to sit here and say he was making excuses. But, you know, he did say some of the things were, you know, self-inflicted or whatever, whatever. But, uh, yeah, I guess, you know, this is his time to try to get it going because he want to play football, apparently. That's the, that's the end game. He do want to play football. He ain't going to make the money he's making doing anything else. Them, 
Nobody checking out like people laughing at them rap videos. Ain't nobody buying that shit. Like what else? What else is he? You know, it's funny because it's gonna lead in what we talking about later. What else is he gonna do? You know, like I'm sure he's made a lot of money. Yeah, I'm also sure he, you know, he probably spends it the way like nothing about Antonio Brown screams frugal. No, at all. And he don't seem the type where he's like, you know, I got a nest. He may have one, I don't know, but he's not the type like, you know, I just got a nest egg. I'm chilling, and it's kind of like, you know, that man's gonna be the best receiver of his generation, Hall of Fame. He's pissing it away. For yeah. whatever reason, people saying it's CTE, people saying he's an egomaniac, people saying, I have no idea, I really don't care, I hope he gets it together. The way other players are talking, they always like, you know, I just want him to get his life, in, life on track. That's they what I keep hearing. Him. That's what I keep hearing from anybody that's outside of his camp or, you know, know him or whatever it may be, it's, I hope he gets his life together. Nobody even brings up football. So, I think there's something more there than, you know... Oh, I'm just making dumb mistakes. There's something else there. So hopefully, yeah, hopefully he does get his life together because I don't even know how far they've gone into this whole, you know, allegations he had with the women. I don't even know if that's been settled or whatever. So, yeah, but he's making his tour saying, I'm sorry. And, you know, we're there with that. Um, it didn't work for Robin Thicke, so. <laughs> Robin Thicke? Mm-hmm. What did Robin Thicke do? Maybe I'm just forgetting stuff. You all that stuff with you know all that stuff when he got divorced from Paula Patton. He's like, I'm sorry. He made a whole album. Oh like, yeah, she was I, like, I, "Fuck I, you." I, <laughs> yeah, she's just like, "Yeah, I moved on." <laughs> like you know what the funny thing that I know this ain't sports related, but you can't keep fucking up since y'all were in high school and think she go keep saying, "Okay, I'll take you back." Yeah, eventually that shit go get played out. Like, like she, got, she got options. Yeah. So and, and, and guess what? Even if she don't, you ain't an option no more either. So keep it moving. Um, I guess we'll close it off with this. Um, second half of the uh, NBA season. What are you looking for? Uh, for your seventy sixers, because I know y'all are looking for a, you know playoff and more. <sighs> that they finally they made a move that they should have made for a while, and I'm surprised they made it, but they actually made it. It's kind of like stabilizing the team with the fact that. Al Horford should be coming off the bench. And yeah, like it's I think stabilization, because their whole thought process was, if we get to the playoffs healthy, we straight. Because we don't think anybody can beat us in the semi-game series. And the madness thing is, they're right, but nobody want to hear that. Nobody. At all. Nobody. Because it's kind of like, you know, the fact that they like nine and nineteen on the road and twenty five and two at home, it's like you know they got a worse road record than the Knicks and the best home record in the league. <laughs> then those things normally don't go hand in hand, like at all. And it's kind of like they have this, this switch on where like when we want to play, we can beat anybody easy. But when we don't feel like it, anybody can beat us. That's and if you care about regular season ball, that's maddening. And the Sixers, they haven't won a title. So people are like, how dare you have this attitude? That's why you be hearing Barkley and Shaq and all them <laughs> talking all that. They they just run their mouths and they talk like Cleveland. No, no. The media picked the Sixers one of the final teams. Nobody from the Sixers talked. Like, they were like, we want to play. We want to get to the finals. That's it. That's all they said. 
nobody was talking trash about how better we were and all this stuff. They Joel and B didn't even talk most of the year, and he finally talking now because he's like, you know, I ain't talking trash till we win. And he was moping around being all miserable, and then all that stuff was like, oh, he going he gonna ask for a trade to Miami because he missed Jimmy Butler. Like, well, he gonna he really want to Miami be Jimmy Butler's sidekick? Like, what's wrong with people? Like, 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 chill out. No. Philly fans got mad because they love being all tough and booing, and he booed right back. He said, you know, if y'all can, if I can take it, y'all can take it. And fans did not, and fans did not like that little heat till they beat the Clippers. Like, I guess you're right. Fans love dishing out like, oh, it's tough love. We just want you to win. As soon as the players say something, oh, you shouldn't say something. Why not? Why can't you say something back? <laughs> He basically told him, like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Because they, they booed him. He hit a three to win the game. He told him to shut up. And then he getting little booze with, like, um, during the opening the opening announcements. As soon as he gets the first and one. Oh, we love you again. Like, y'all fickle. Hey, O'Brien's right about. That's why I get irked about this whole Rocky Silva loser fans. But anyway... Get that out of the way. What I'm looking for from the Sixers is they have stabilization. They got Alec Burks and Glenn Robinson, so their bench is stabilized. Horford coming off the bench adds more space into the starting lineup, and now you got the best backup center in the league because he's better than most of the starting centers in the league. So their biggest issue last year was two things. One, their team fell off a cliff whenever Joel B stepped out because they didn't have any backup centers, and two. Contrary to belief, I know people talking about playoff Jimmy Butler and all that stuff. Um, people kind of missed some of those Toronto games. Like, Jimmy Butler was not bringing in the fourth quarter. And they kind of like, you know, oh, he hit one shot to tie the game. And they missed all they missed the stuff he did the eight minutes beforehand. Like, that was fourth quarter scoring was an issue for them last year. And people, and it's still kind of an issue, but it's kind of like, you know, get the ball in B, make him do what he do. I saw the same thing in the All Star game. It's kind of like it's ugly. It's ugly, but it, it works. Get him in the post. Either have him make a shot and make foul shots. Is it pretty? No. Is it hero ball? Yeah. People are like you know, I'll take him off the dribble. And they like most players can't do that in the fourth quarter on a consistent basis. Crunch time. People used to go on LeBron James because they felt like he couldn't do it. They Kobe got rest his soul talking about hero ball. Most of the time he missed. So fourth quarter scoring is always going to be an issue no matter who you are, and I don't care who, like, you know, unless it's what? Durant, Steph Curry, and, and um, Kawhi Leonard, everybody's going to complain about. Because, like, you know, sometimes Damian Lillard hits it off, you know, hits a 50-footer, sometimes it gets blocked. You know another thing, too, is that what that is. So I'm just looking at Another thing is people, people all old, older people always remember what Jordan does in the fourth quarter, and they expect every player to do that. They, oh, you 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 supposed to step up for your team and whatever. I'm just like, no, everybody's not gonna. Some things are just gonna be a one person show. Like they did it, and nobody else can do it. Like it's hard to do that because the player that you like, LeBron, for instance, LeBron. Like that's not he never played like Jordan. Everybody, when you saw his game, you saw more of a, a Magic Johnson slash Scottie Pippen type player. He never played like Jordan. Kobe's the only thing, the thing close thing about, to us. This, no, here's the thing about Jordan, 
in the commercial, like, you know, you just remember the success and all the times I failed. People talk about it all the time, like, you know, Jory never lost in the finals. Okay, Jory lost in the conference finals. Jory lost in the second round. Like, it's funny where you get punished more by losing the finals than losing earlier. He got his ass that whooped. whooped. You know, <laughs> he won there. Like, <clears throat> it took him seven years to win. <clears throat> like, you know, like, okay, he got six titles. He played more than six years. Are we ignoring all the other seasons where he, you know, played and didn't win? No, it's, you know. Are we doing, like. They gloss. No, we do that based, we do that based on history. Like, we treat finals like, you know, he, you know like, they're going to step third. Yeah, he won, but he won finals MVP. He won two MVPs back to back. And, he, you know, they gave one to Andre Iguodala for some godforsaken reason. You know, it should have been <laughs> LeBron James. Like, oh, well, he held down LeBron to only a triple-double. So we're going to give it to him. Yeah, that was bad. I, and, I, that irritated and, me. And then the second one is like, oh, yeah, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's better than Steph Curry. And then it's like, oh, they slanted Steph Curry. Because they did that with him. Oh, that's the other one I heard, too. And we can wrap up with what well, we'll wrap up later. But I'll say I forgot to bring it up. Where's Steph Curry and, and Aisha Long? So they corny. So like, people, I've noticed this, and it just cracked up. People love talking about corny people. They love making fun of, oh, they corny, they cringy. Mind your business. Why do you care about what Steph, oh, they look so, they out, they out there making out public. They look like they only really have sex. I'm like, um, you know they parents, right? <laughs> like, why do you worry about what Steph and Aisha doing? Are you doing anything with Aisha? Are you doing anything with Steph? Then mind your damn business. People are insane. I, I, I've totally learned that. People are insane. It's because of social media. They want their jokes to fly. Like, okay, um, Russell Wilson hair. Yeah, I threw my little tweets like because it was funny. But I never said they would say, oh, Sierra and Russell. No, they have kids. That's his wife. Oh, Russell kind of cool. I don't care. What? So. No. And no. And the Russell Wilson thing, hilarious. Like, you need to find somebody like Russell. He probably he adores his woman and age like that. I'm like, you know why that's you know why I see us with Russell Wilson be telling that? Because he's rich and famous. Find you be oh, find you a handsome rich quarterback and you'll be well in life. No shit. Yeah. Like, do you know how much Russell like it's Russell Wilson? We ain't talking about some dude that worked at, you know, um the mall that got Dominican hair. Yeah. Like, what are we talking about? This, this, I, this is the greatest example. Look how they treat Russell Wilson and Sierra, and look how they treat Little Kim and her husband. It's totally two different things. Because Little Kim's husband, I mean, not Little Kim, uh, Nicki Minaj's husband be getting getting it on social media. I'm like, damn, they roasting this dude. Well, it's some criminal stuff involved with that, too. But that's oh, wow, I'm, I'm out the loop with that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's a reason why he gets some jokes, too. Because, like, she got... Um, We'll, we'll leave that for another podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, it's kind of like people just make these comments and jokes like Ill Spirit. They famous, so they can handle it. But they get bad. It's like when they get, you know, when they get called broke, then they feel so good. Oh, you understand about economic imbalance, things like that. I'm like, oh, jokes only funny when they go one way. <laughs> you know, like like people get on Kevin Durant talking about, oh, he out there talking back and he got burned. I'm like, y'all got burner accounts. Y'all be talking about people like, you know, like, like ain't no fun when a rabbit got the gun, huh? Like I, I don't get mad at Kevin Durant when he tweet back at folks. 
I mean, either I never he did either. Like he grew up and he grew up in that era, the social media era, and he the type where y'all would clap back. Well, oh, you can't handle it. Oh, he should be able to get over because he's famous. What fame got to do with it? What money got to do with it? You still a human being. If you petty when you poor, you're gonna be petty when you because rich. you're supposed you're to, be a, to be more you're supposed to be above like, all that. That's what they. Yeah, that's like, a narrative. Yeah, whatever. The president ain't above all that. A lot of people ain't above all that. A lot of <laughs> lot of richer famous people be clapping on Twitter. Yeah. About people. Because people, people. If you petty, you petty. If you above, you above. If you not, you not. So, I'm like they want to come at athletes neck crack all these jokes. Oh, they look so all cringy and corny. And meanwhile, you eating three week you eating dry ass ramen in your basement. <laughs> Talk about how some miles look. Why don't you get the creases out your shoes? Oh. Why don't you fix your life first? Talk about what Steph Curry doing? Like you say here yourself. People just love to talk shit. That's just the reality. If you just love anyway, to talk shit, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what do you feel? What do you want to see from um, your Minnesota Timberwolves? Well, your new component, you know, because we forgot to mention we haven't had the show. The Andrew Wiggins era is over. Andrew Wiggins is done. He is a, a Golden State Warrior now. Um, Trey went down, and we got D'Angelo Russell. Um, to be honest with you, right now, I'm looking for a lottery. <laughs> but um, I just want. Okay, this is this is this is crazy. So I think it was the day after, or two days after the trade, we went against the Clippers, blew them out the water. I don't know what happened. All I know is we just started hitting threes. Uh, and it was crazy. They would beat like in the first half. I think I even sent you the text. Like I was like shocked. Like what? I even had to like set up, put in my fire stick and try to find the game and watch it. But um, we need more shooters, man. I think that's the problem. We need more shooters and our defense is just, it's not. Con- <laughs> no, the Devin Booker thing came because. I was um somebody had texted me. He was like, "Oh, I see y'all um trying uh, rumors are y'all trying to get a uh, Booker too." And I was like, "How the f- I'm like, how the hell are we gonna get him? He in the contract with Phoenix. Like, I don't know his contract and you know how it stands or whatever." And then he just sent me this article, and I was like, "Oh, okay." And then I asked you, and you were like, "Yeah, that's you no, know, that's a rumor or whatever going around because they all friends or whatever and stuff like that." And I mean, it would be nice in the you know if I was fantasy <laughs> picking my team oh yeah come on because you definitely are shooting we definitely um need that on the team but right now i just the number one thing is the defense the defense is not consistent and it's not even that we get bullied it's that we just lose focus and i've seen it in games where we'll have you know a good series and then it's like 10 bad defensive series where we just getting scored on somebody out of place of uh, they're not talking on the court and that's one thing i noticed we don't talk we don't talk to each other. And even the, um, you know, when they got the announcers from the, uh, <laughs> not the national announcers, what they call them, the home team announcers or whatever, they be talking, oh, these guys got to talk. They, they're not talking. I look at them, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, he's definitely not lying because there's no communication going on with the team. And that I don't know if you throw that on the coach. I don't know if you throw that on the players or what. I think it's a combination of uh, everybody. But right now I just said, just trying to get a lottery spot. I I haven't kept up with college enough this year to know who are the top players coming out or top positions yeah, or whatever. It's, it's James Wiseman and a bunch of we know we're not sure and like um Lamelo Ball, Lamelo Ball 
Oh God. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, what do you mean? Oh God. Like that. Look, the dad said the youngest one is the best one, and he may be right. Like I've seen <clears> highlights, and yeah, I've seen highlights yeah. too. That's not what I'm worried about. I'm, you know, the father. The father is the question, like because man, what, look, y'all, y'all had the worst things than that. Yeah, you're definitely right about that. I don't think that'd be. And, beg- and, beggars, and beggars can't be choosers at this point. Like, oh, we own both. But he plays. He plays because point I, guard, I right? I heard the same thing. People worry about the Sixers, like, oh, well, I want to get Lonzo Ball. I'm like, no, I don't have an issue with Lonzo Ball, Dad. It's like, I don't want Lonzo Ball because of Lonzo Ball. I don't give a damn what his daddy do. You know I me, mean? Dad. Like, you know I me, mean? father issues Philly has dealt with and all their teams. Like, you know, his father will say something. He'll say something. So what? Just don't listen to it. Yeah, I mean that that that's true, but his daddy going to do this. Put it like this. I think I think in a in an organization like uh, Minnesota, um, because I've heard stories about Cat's dad, so I guess it wouldn't be a big but thing. Y'all, that's only an issue because y'all not winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's y'all what I'm saying. If y'all was going to the second or conference finals every year, y'all wouldn't give a rat's ass if Cat's daddy was the assistant coach. <laughs> that stuff only comes up when you lose. Everything's an issue when you lose. And nothing's an issue. Why do you think people we can wrap up? Why do you think people still want Antonio Brown? Because they think he can still play. Yeah, that's true. Otherwise they wouldn't be bothered. They wouldn't be. He's like, oh yeah, he did this, this, and this. Let's give him a chance. Let's give him one more chance. The Saints bring him in, no one's a pain in the ass. Tom Brady still want him. No everybody knows he's a pain in the ass. And he's still like, oh, I hope he gets together. He can still play. When you're good, it lets you do whatever you want. When you're bad, no one gets a shit what you do. You're just bad. So everything going to be a problem. Yeah. But uh, but like you said, I've seen the clips, too, of um, LaMelo uh, playing. And his game definitely is improved. And he looks he looks like he could be the number one pick. We'll see how it goes down uh, when that time comes, though. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to get up out of here. Uh, if you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me at Jeff versus the world on Twitter and Facebook on Instagram at the real Jeff versus the world. And if you want to follow Shahid, you can follow him at Philly drugs, Twitter, uh, Instagram. Uh, yeah, but don't follow him. So the choice is yours. Anyway, yeah, don't follow me. <laughs> we are signing out and until next week, peace. Peace.